Hey, 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 you guys. I'm so glad to have a special guest here on Black Canvas. If you guys have not heard of Saxo Rose, you guys are going to really learn a lot about him today. Saxo Rose is a multi-instrumentalist, a producing, recording artist, and an international touring musician based out of Haverty Grace, Maryland. He has recorded and performed with countless mainstream artists and bands, including Wiz Khalifa, Paramore, Chris Brown, JoJo, Bobby Valentino, The Used, Neck Deep, and more. Over the years, he has made a name for himself throughout his frequent collaborations, high energy performances, and countless sax-led viral videos. And we're grateful to have Mr. Sax Saxel here with us as a guest on Black Canvas. Thank you for being here. Dude, it's all good, man. I uh, appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that you not only have a great talent, but it takes a lot to be an instrumentalist, especially a multi-instrumentalist. And so I just love it. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for the love and support. It means a lot. Absolutely. You know, the funny thing is my mom used to actually play the clarinet when she was younger. So she she loves Same. music. And she was like, hey, I used to play. I'm like, well, why don't you do it? She's like, I can't do that anymore. I'm like, well, you're the only one stopping yourself. <laughs> hey, man, I tell people that all the time. Like, it's never too late. You know what I mean? Straight up. That's right. So speaking of influences, because I love my mom so much, but who are some of your musical heroes or influential people in your life? Um, definitely. I mean, my parents, for sure. Uh, my dad uh, still does play in a band, but through my growing up, uh, he was on the road a lot. Um, just he was in his, his own band. They did like, you know, residencies at different resorts and um, hotels and all kinds of stuff. They'd be at the beach for, you know, months at a time in Ocean City and stuff like that. And um, just doing like top 40, some of their own stuff mixed in. And so uh, just, yeah, growing up, you know, super, super young, two, three years old, like I remember just going out to see him play and stuff like that. So I think like between that, my mom being a DJ. So obviously there's like a real eclectic mix of music in the house. Um, and then my uh, my godfather, uh, Wawa, who is Teddy Pendergrass's guitar player up until Teddy passed. Just like having people like that, I feel like in my life early on to be like, okay, this is like, it's one thing when you're, when you're going to school and you're, you know, you're young and you're just hearing about it. Like, oh yeah, I, there's musicians or, um, you know, artists who are huge that you'll probably never come into contact with. And it seems like a really far-fetched thing. But for me, I feel like the realism of it became really, really clear early on to be like, oh yeah, this is possible. And I know it's possible because there are people really close to me who actively do it. Oh, I know, you know exactly what, I mean? what you mean. And that's kind of how this podcast started for me. It was just me just talking by myself. And then I spoke to a guy who became really big on TikTok and he was like, yeah, I want to be on the show. And then it went from America's Next Top Model to The Voice to American Idol contestants and Olympians. And it's like, you just never know who you're going to talk to. But the one thing I love is this show has any and everyone on it. And it doesn't matter how many followers someone has. It's about the connection I build with the, the actual guests. And so I love that you're here because you get to come from a different purview that maybe some people who don't know much about music, they'll learn a lot more from you. So I love it. Yeah, no question. No, no doubt. No doubt. All right. So I have a real fun question. Now, this is one that I really love to ask. And so first of all, I had an opportunity to see you perform with Jojo, who is just a voice in and of itself. But if, if she's crazy, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Insane. But if there is a specific top 40 artist that's out there, who is someone that you're dying to work with? Man, um, 
it's hard to say, man. I mean, uh, you know, Wiz was like one of the main people I feel like in, in school and growing up and just over the past, like, you know, decade, especially that I was like, I always want to work with this person. So the fact that I was able to do that, I feel like, like he was definitely, you know, as far as people I wanted to work with, like number one on the list. So I feel like anyone after that, I'm like, you know, this is amazing. And there's definitely still people that I would want to do stuff with, but that was like, that was one of the ones where I'm like, yo, before I die, like, you know what I mean? I need to work with this man. The fact that I was able to do it as early as I was, is just like crazy. Um, super fortunate. But beside that, man, I would like, I feel like Kenny G is someone I would want to eventually, maybe not even like, I'm not even talking about recording music or anything, but like just to be able to chop it up with more. I mean, I met him actually not too long ago for the first time at a show and that was tight and we got to chop it up a little bit, but I would like to actually like jam with him. That'd be cool. Um, Ty Dolla Sign, I feel like would be really dope. He does a lot of really dope like um, R&B shit. I feel like the sax would make a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, that'd be dope. Um, I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's really anyone else like band wise I, I would want to work with that maybe I haven't worked with already. Like Paramore is, is the big one. I mean, I've played with them before, but I want to like, it would be sick to do, to do that again. So yeah, I feel like that'd pretty much be it. I mean, yeah, off top. I, I love Paramore. Ain't it oh, fun, man, right? that's, that's the song I got to play too with him. And it was fucking, it was legendary. It was crazy. Really? <laughs> man, that, now that's my song. I could listen to that song day and night. It just has a great chorus and just, it's a great song. Yeah, man. You search, uh, if you search Paramore, Saxo Rose on YouTube, you'll find some clips. Um, it's pretty old, uh, but it was from 2018, I think. Um, but yeah, either way, it was pretty sick. I'm going to go look, trust me, I'm going to go listen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's kind of go to our next question. So this one I think is great for younger musicians. Can you tell us what are some qualities that you think makes for a great musician? And do you ever struggle with performance mm-hmm. anxiety? Cool. So um, as far as the first question, uh, I think, and I'll, I'll kind of back this up with the story, but um, so there's a band state champs and I play with them all the time. And they're really, really good dudes. Like we have music, music together, and um, yeah, we've just we've been cool for a while. And the 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 gentleman who runs sound for State Champs and like a bunch of other bands as well, his name is Chris Miller. Um, was also a good friend of mine. Chris got married, and wanted me to play sax for the wedding, right? So he flew like flew me out, and all the bands were there. Like everyone was there. We're having a good time. So fast forward, we're on the dance floor. Everyone's having a good time, and everyone's got a couple beers in them. You know, everyone's just kicking back. Um, and the drummer for State Champs is also a good friend of mine. His name is Evan. He was like, yo, you know what I love most about you? And I was like, what's up? And he was like, bro, you're a really, really talented musician. Like, don't get me wrong. I think you're sick and you're probably one of my favorite musicians. But he was like, but the best part about you is that you're a great hang. And that's such an overlooked, uh, like, skill to have when you're in the music industry. And I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah, man. Like, there's, there's so many people who their talent is incredible like off the charts but like they're really difficult to work with or be around and it's like it doesn't matter at the end of the day after a while like how talented someone is like if you can't stand being around them or they're really difficult to work with like it just it's just that added stress that man when you're a musician you already have enough of that you know what I mean between having to make sure you're getting paid what you need to get paid equipment like all the other shit that we have to worry you know there's no there's no benefit package that comes with being a musician. So it's like everything that we're doing, we're getting on our own for the most part. So no one wants any additional stress on top of all that. You know what I mean? You want the day to go easy. 
So he was like, bro, the fact that you're so easy to work with. So I, I tell I tell that story to say, like, if there's one bit of advice that I could tell any younger musicians coming up that I don't feel like is talked about enough, it's that, like, no matter what skill level you're at or, like, where you're at in your career or anything like that, like, all that's fine. You can learn. But there really is no better quality to have than being easy to work with and just being a, a good person to be around. Because nine times out of ten, the opportunities will present themselves if you're around. If people like having you around, you can always execute the opportunity when it's given. But if people don't like having you around, it is way harder to execute any opportunities because you're not going to be in on it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm at the point now where people just like having me around and the mute with the music being like a plus, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I can always capitalize off the, off the, uh, <laughs> off the, like the, um, the opportunity that's given if I'm just around. So just be easy to work with, be humble, be, you know, cool, calm, and just listen way more than you speak. That's probably like the best advice I have. I love that. That's amazing advice. It kind of reminds me of something I was taught when I was younger. I'm um, growing up in church and I would always hear your gift will make room for you. And I do believe in that. I think like mm. if you are a genuine, loving, caring individual who really wants to see good in others and do just the right thing and you're not looking for ulterior motives or to prove to, to be something that you're not I think yeah. that people will gravitate to that and then you can reflect that and and show others who you really are from the inside out because people are going to be able to move past that facade they'll be able to see really quickly um you know what people are about after you've been in the room with someone or talk to them or you know interacted for an extended period of time but I love that you mentioned that because work ethic is an integrity, I think should go hand in hand in a lot of careers, but especially in the music business, because your name um, can be synonymous in a lot of different ways. But if people really connect with that individual, they're going to buy anything you're selling because they like you. Yeah, man, just, just be genuine. Um, and that'll, that'll come through. You know what I mean? Like, don't, that's like the I don't want anything really from anyone that I play with or anything like that like I just generally like what it is that I do I love playing music I love figuring stuff out on the spot like I like that it, that added kind of like stress of like oh I don't know how this is gonna go but I gotta make it sick like that's probably when I operate the best personally so I don't I don't but I just I don't want anything from anyone that like I don't you know I'm not expecting anything from anyone like I just want to jam with dope musicians and I want to be regarded as like I just want to be respected as a peer. Like, I just want people to be like, yeah, Saxo Rose, he's dope. Like, he's a dope musician. Put him anywhere, he'll be fine. That's what I want. I don't want any, like, I didn't want anything crazy from anyone. So, um, you, you had a second part to that question. I don't really remember what it was, though. I'm sorry. I like that. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, but the, the second part was just kind of talking about, like, handling, traveling, being away from home was something I wanted to talk about. I know we talked about struggling with performance anxiety. But I really want to go into oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you handle traveling and being away from home? How do you manage that along with performance anxiety, if you have it? For sure. Um, I think like, so, you know, right before the pandemic, I'd say like 2019 is when I really, really started actually traveling a lot more than what I was doing before. Like, you know, me starting off just really hitting the social media thing hard and like making videos and stuff like that, like. Um, I was playing some shows for sure, but a lot of them, like, I was still just doing a lot of local stuff because I still needed to kind of tap into my own market, you know what I mean? So to me, like, Baltimore, I, and I still play in Baltimore a lot, but at the time, like, I was pretty much jumping at anything that was in my local area. 
once once the social media thing kind of started picking up and I started getting more opportunity to play in different places, Virginia Beach, Los Angeles, um, stuff like that. Like, I feel like, yeah, between 2019 and obviously the pandemic kind of threw a wrench in like some stuff. Um, but I was I was actually on the road when the whole pandemic thing happened and they were like, yeah, you guys got to go home. But it's only going to be like two weeks. So don't worry about it. We'll be right back. And then, like, you know, two years later. Um, but yeah, that being said, like, I don't know. It's weird. I'm, I'm pretty good when I'm away as far as like, I'm usually just so focused on what it is that I'm doing. I, I've never really had to deal with performance anxiety too much, first of all, like that. I don't know. I, people always ask me all the time, like, do you get nervous and stuff like that? And I'm like, no, I, I get really, really excited and I hate, I hate waiting. So that like little, like hurry up and wait process is probably what I hate the most. I'm just like, oh, I just want to jam. But I don't really, like, even when I play with Paramore, I mean, just tens of thousands of people there and I was I had just started doing it and my sax I was using sucked at the time I had a big dent in it I wasn't worried at all though you know what I mean like I wasn't like I think my biggest fear on that was like I don't want to trip and fall on stage like that was it but as far as playing like that's kind of I feel like the performance is the time to not be worried like I feel like I worry more in practice because like I'm trying to get something right but the performance is the part where I feel like that's the big payoff so there's no real reason to be worried about anything because that's when I finally get to do what it is that I love and get that real reaction from people. Um, so, yeah. And I think that ties in with even like traveling and stuff like that's, that's, that's what I want to do. So um, as far as, I mean, obviously being home is nice and being able to just chill and relax is cool, but like, I don't know, I'm at the point now where I just really, really want to do more and more of that. Like I want to be, you know, performing in front of people as often as I possibly can and traveling and stuff like that's what I want to do. So I don't know. I don't, I don't really worry about it too much before my cat passed away. That was probably like the hardest thing was like being away from him. Cause like, I really like love my cat. So he, he was, uh, he was 20. He was the boy. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. Oh, it's all good, man. I appreciate it. I mean, 20 is a really long time for a cat. So um, like when I went to the UK on tour, I remember like, I was like, Oh man, he was like 18, I think at the time. And I was like, man, I really don't want any, anything to happen to him while I'm away. You know, I'm going home. I was going from home for a month. So you know what I mean? And I'm overseas. It's not like I'm right down the street. So I was like, man, please don't let anything happen to this cat while I'm gone. But now that he kind of passed away, it's like, you know, I'm, I just want to kind of do my thing. You know what I mean? And perform. He's still with you. You know, that's the one thing. The memories are still there. I, I had a dog and a cat pass away. And it's just something you just don't mm. forget those moments, you know, with them. But you just remember, like, they put a smile on your face. And, you know, I just love animals. So I think that's great. Yeah, man, definitely. All right, so I have one I'm going to kind of catch you off guard, but it's a question I think is really cool. Um, if you have the opportunity to start your own business and sign yeah. any talented musicians that you would like to sign, what would you call the business or entitled your actual business to be? And what types of artists do you think you would want to sign? Wow, that's a really good question. Um, damn. So it's, it's weird. I mean, I, I always like to tell people like I'm like, like Saxel Rose, like the entity that is Saxel Rose, like I'm not, I'm not even the businessman. Like I'm it, what I do, like I am a business. Saxel Rose is a business. The way that I operate, I operate as a business when it comes to social media, everything's thought out, everything is calculated for the most part. So there's really not too many accidents, like everything from the companies that I partner with to the ones I endorse with, to the bands that I play with, like everything is kind of like a calculated move for the most part. Um, how it starts off is genuine, you know what I mean? Like when it starts from the covers, like all that kind of stuff, or like 
the type of music that I'm into. All that is genuine, but there's a lot of preparation that goes into everything else. So um, as far as the business that I would start, like, I mean, it would, it would definitely just be what it is that I'm doing now. As far as like artists that I would want to sign and work with, like there's a lot of really talented dudes from my area that like, if I could help them out first, like obviously I'm gonna I'm a reach back and help out the people from that I personally know who are talented. There's a, a guy named Noah Pierre who lives in my area. We like play together and stuff like that, like shows. We actually were playing a festival coming up here in like a couple of weeks. We played together a bunch. He's a really, really talented dude. Like this dude plays, like he plays guitar, plays bass, and he's insane. He can sing. Um, he can write music. He does like a lot of really dope videos on Instagram too. And like he's really stepped it up over the past year, I feel like, with content and stuff like that on social media, which I love seeing personally. Cause I always tell people like, fam, if you do anything creative, I really don't understand the reason why at this point you're not pretty much flooding social media. It's free and it really you can't lose like you you literally cannot lose almost every of one of my opportunities has started there so i would definitely say him um my boy paul ham who's my drummer like he's he's just he's my guy so whatever i'm doing he's doing so i'd probably say him did did you mean like i don't know like artists who are already doing stuff or you just mean like people that i know personally oh, those are the anyone that you chose so i'm glad that you chose local and artists and people that you connect with because i think we need to start seeing more local artists and local businesses being promoted. I, I just love when I hear people say, hey, you know what, this is where my hometown and this is my area. And these are some people who I really connect with because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't get enough recognition like they should. And so I'm glad that you chose that. That's a great answer. Yeah, and and I think the other side business that I would start, if I could, I would start a business of, uh, like I would start like a whole network of like local bands and artists and stuff like that in areas who play like specifically at restaurants and bars and stuff like that and everyone just get on the same page as far as price that way no one ever has to play a bar and restaurant again and walk out with a hundred dollars like i want to be able to get everyone on the same page and be like fam everyone here works hard everyone's a musician there's no reason why everyone here should be playing you know three four five hours at a time bringing out people like bringing out people and stuff and busting their ass and moving equipment and then leaving at the end of the night with a hundred bucks so like yeah if, if there was any other business i could start it would be some sort of collective of musicians to be like listen if everyone in maryland or maybe one of the individual counties like let's all get on the same page no one play any gigs for any less than this amount you know what i mean like something i would it would have to be something like that because like that's the one thing i hate is um, hearing about musicians like working so hard and not getting paid their just due. Oh, well, I 100% I mean? agree. But I, the problem is there's a lot of greed in the music industry for some people and they forget where they come mm. from. And so I always say is mm. that we all have a past, we all have a present and we hopefully will have a future and it's what we do with it. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right, I got a fun question for you. So this is one I ask every guest, but I think you can handle this one. So if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to young Saxo? What would I say to younger me? Um, I would have told myself to start doing covers a little bit earlier. Uh, I was doing them, but it was more sporadic. And I, I didn't have like the, like the marketing down in my head. And I, I don't really know if I would tell myself too much. I feel like everything that, that happened in my life professionally and otherwise like happened for the right reasons. And it's what got me here. And I'm like really happy right now, like where I'm at in my life and professionally speaking, like everything's, it's, everything's been forward motion. So I really, I don't, 
I think I would probably just tell myself, like, if anything, like, yo, hop on the social media wave a little bit sooner. But beside that, like, keep doing what you're doing. Keep hitting these music conferences and learning about how to market yourself. Keep going to school and learning about business and, like, keep playing with different bands and getting as much experience as possible. Like, I probably wouldn't do much any different. I would just be like, fam, you're good. Like, do do what it is that you're doing. You're on the right path. Just, like, hop on social media and just start doing videos a little bit sooner, maybe, and, like, cover shit. But it's, like, at the same time, like, maybe if I would have started doing it sooner, maybe it, it was, like, a timing thing. It wouldn't have hit the same either. So I, I don't know, man. I'd probably just dap myself up, give myself a hug, and be like, bro, like, get the man bun a little bit sooner because, like, people fuck with it. Like, that's probably what I would have I like that. I think that's something good for people to hear is like, you know, sometimes our past is what we go through is makes us stronger for our future. So I think like if you would have changed some things, you might not have met some of the people you met or made the influences or impacts that you've made with people. So I love that. Exactly. Yeah. I would just give myself a real solid handshake and just be like, yo, bro, you good, bro. You got it. <laughs> All right. So the last two questions I have for you, I'm going to combine these two for you. So the first one is, is what's next for you? And the second part is how can our listeners find you online? For sure. Um, so yeah, what's next is uh, for me, like I got a, um, a single that I'm going to drop. I got a, like a music video that I'm like trying to get edited right now. But um, yeah, it's featuring uh, like an artist that I've worked with. It's like, this is going to be my first single as like Saxo Rose. This is like a sound that you can expect from me um, along the way. But it's a good like, because I feel like that's like the, the not the even the bad thing. It's like the, the, the blessing and the curse that comes with what it is that I do. I've built up all these different little pockets of audiences through me playing with metal bands and playing with rock bands and playing with, you know, pop punk bands and Paramore Wiz, R&B you know, doing the shit with Chris, doing the shit with Bobby. Like, it's like, I have all these pockets of people and the genres are, you know what I mean? Pretty diverse. Um, So, you know, me thinking as a businessman, I was like, I don't want to alienate anyone with the first single. I think it's important for me to drop something first that everyone could kind of be like, even if it's not something that maybe they'd be like, oh yeah, like it's at least something that everyone's going to be able to appreciate and be like, oh, okay, cool. This isn't like, you know, I'm not a metal fan. Or like, I'm a metal fan, so if I were to drop like a rap single, I don't want to turn off the metal fans to be like, well, I don't really listen to rap, so I'm not going to check for it. This is something that like, everyone can kind of be like, oh, you know, I can appreciate this. This is dope. And I feel like that was important for my first single. So gearing up for that, I don't exactly know. I don't like saying like, yo, something's going to be out when, because it usually doesn't happen like that. But it's going to be out sooner than later. And then after that, I've been recording a bunch of music. Uh, that I want to put out like an EP uh, which would be sick and that's a little bit more like R&B singy hip-hop with some like rap stuff thrown in and stuff like that so um, still doing the instrumental thing for sure but uh, just moving in phases you know what I mean I feel like there's like an order of events that I need to kind of stick to in my head I have like a plan so once I get in that kind of mode everything's gonna kind of go in sync Um, so that's definitely next uh keep partnering and, and working with companies and businesses that understand my vision, Sios, uh, the mouthpiece company that I'm endorsed through and partnered with. Like I have my own signature mouthpiece. So like companies like that, um, RS Berkeley, the saxophone company that I'm endorsed through Neotech, my next strap company that gave me like a custom next strap. They're awesome working with them. They share like every single thing I do on social media Hint water, I'm a partner with them. So they like, you know, we work together on that um vitality they're like a company based out of denver they do like athletic wear and um, casual clothing and stuff like that i'm partnering with them so 
pretty much the plan at this point is just to like continue to do my thing with the music, partner with companies that understand my vision um, and just expand the platform uh, as much as I can and perform and record. And that's pretty much that. Um, and as far as the second question goes, um, how can they find you online? If you don't mind giving your social media handles. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram, Saxel Rose official, um, you find me on Twitter, Saxel underscore Rose, youtube.com slash Saxel Rose. Um, I have merchandise as well, hoodies, shirts, um, crop tops, fucking anything that you can think of, like shirts, uh, whatever it is, I got I got pretty much everything on there. And uh, any social media platforms, I'm on to TikTok, fucking Clubhouse, fucking gmail like anything so everyone just like tapping with me and i can almost guarantee you it doesn't matter what kind of genre you're into what type of artist you listen to what kind of music you listen to like whatever it is i can almost guarantee you i probably already have a song that i've done on my youtube channel or my instagram that you would love or be into so i'm taking requests i'm working with whatever artists i feel like working with that i think are dope and that's it so yeah just holla at me I'm just so glad to have you here. Um, one thing when you were talking earlier reminded me of my favorite artist, which is Tori Kelly. I love her so much. And Man, I want I want her one day to be on this show. So I'm gonna keep manifesting that and one day hopefully it'll happen. But I love when you talked about your career and it reminded me of how she started and just doing a lot of YouTube videos and then becoming where she is now. And so I would love, hopefully one day that could be a collab that works. I, I would love to see that. Man. I feel like that'd be super dope, especially, I mean, I know her and JoJo have like um, a pretty close friendship and uh, I covered, so Pink Sweats, I don't know if you're familiar, um, but he is like a really, really dope artist and he just put out an album or it might be EP, I forget what it is. It's just really, really good though. Like if you like R&B and vibey shit, uh, but he has a song on there featuring Tori mm-hmm. Kelly and I covered that. Well, I know what oh, yeah. it is. I know the video, the video is amazing. Yeah, that song is fire. I covered it and um he saw it he shared it and a lot of his team did as well um so she's like her voice is really really dope so i mean i'm sure i'm sure we can make it happen like to me i don't think anything's off the table like i don't see anything that's too far-fetched i don't see anything that's like out of reach it's just like steps and to me it's not really like a if it's more of a win if i want something to happen eventually it's gonna happen so that's just how i see it so to me it's like if i want to work with tori kelly at some point i could definitely see a world where that would happen well, I see that world in my eyes too. So we, we both gonna make it. Yeah, work. man. I appreciate you having me on there for real. It means a lot. Anyone who takes the time to just like talk to me about music and what is it I'm doing, I definitely appreciate. So, you know, shout out to you for taking the time. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for being here. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. But we thank you so much, Saxa Rose, for being here. And I can't wait to have you back. Hopefully, I can have you perform on my second podcast, which is called Space Between. And it's very similar to like MTV Unplugged where I do live performances and have people on. So if you're ever interested and you want to perform, we would love to have you back in the future. Oh, yeah, man. Holler at me anytime. I'm always down. Just tap in with me. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I hope you have a great rest of your evening. And thank you so much for being a guest here. All right, man. I appreciate you. Anytime. Okay. Have a great day. All right, man. All right. Bye. Peace.
Let's go, 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 let's go